Hello, friends, and thank you so much for tuning in today. This is the PMDD podcast, and my name is Adriana. Just wanted to quickly say thank you again and again for tuning in today and for sharing these podcasts with family, friends, and other people that have been diagnosed with PMDD. It really, really makes a difference. So thank you. And let's get straight into today's episode. But first, a disclaimer. I am not a medical health expert. I am warning listeners that there may be sensitive topics surrounding mental health and health procedures. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. I am super excited to introduce my next guest. I have Tina here. Welcome to the show, Tina. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm already excited about this conversation (laughs) because there's so many elements to it. Um, So I just got to remember to stay on track so that we do (laughs) (laughs) nail all of them. Okay, so like I like to start uh, all these discussions with someone uh, that has been diagnosed with PMDD. So I just want to confirm that you have Mm -hmm. been diagnosed with PMDD. Yes. Where in the world are you right now? Yes. So I'm in the United States. Um, been here, you know, I, for my whole life, love to travel, would love to get out to where you are, but yes. So the U S perfect. Perfect. And another question, standard one, where in your cycle are you? Yes. So I'm just coming off my period, Mm. which is perfect. It's a good time, isn't it? Yes, it's a great time. Scheduling has worked well. It's a great time. And for listeners at home, just so you know, it's been something that I actually have to talk about with everyone. It's like, well, you know, when when would you like to do it? But more importantly, how can we sink in so that we are, you know, in a good yes. part Good part, not the self-care week. We tried to stay Mm -hmm. away from that. Um, So, Tina, I would love for you to share share about your diagnosis, your journey with PMDD. Yeah, so it was um, December 2019. I was, oh, I can't remember exactly how old I was. I'd have to do some math there. But December 2019, I was officially diagnosed. Um, it was it had just gotten to a point to where I knew that there was something really wrong. Um, and it had really taken over my life by that point. You know, I was in my early 30s. Um, and I realized that something had to change. So that's when I started doing research, looking into things, you know, I went to my doctor and I finally figured out, I had never even heard of PMDD, Mm. um, before I, you know, had that, had that really remarkable kind of moment of that. This is serious and started looking into it. Um, so yeah. And then since my diagnosis, I've just been, And I think a lot of people, this resonates with a lot of people, research, 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 community, community, what can I learn? What is this? What do I do about it now that I know I have it? Can I overcome this? Can I get better? 
So I've just been, you know, really um, digging into it ever since then. Mm. So what was it like having the initial diagnosis? Because I think that that's such a significant part of the journey. It's just how, how, what was it like for you when you, yeah, yeah, connected the dots? So I was kind of like, what the hell? (laughs) Because it had been 20 years Mm. and I was, so I think I was angry Mm. at first. I was, I was relieved that I knew what it was, but I was also angry Mm. because I was just thinking, how could, number one, how could I have missed this for 20 years? Yeah. Um, How could I have missed that these emotional roller coasters that I was on was because of my menstrual cycle, Mm. you know? Um, So that, that was a big thing. I had to kind of overcome that. Like I missed this. Um, But then also it was just, I was kind of upset with, um, you know, why is this not talked about? Mm. Why did I not know that this was a thing for all these years? Um, And so there, there was, there was that, but again, it was also, it was a big relief. And then I also had to process some of those other emotions, you know? Mm. Mm. So it's big. It's big. And I'm yeah. so grateful that you shared those because I, I, I tend to always talk about how relieving it was, you know, yes. when I found yes. out. Yeah. But but now that and I'm so happy that I asked this question because I was angry too. I think I was angry. Mm-hmm. I was more angry. I was pointing fingers at this point. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why didn't my doctor, well, I had two long-term doctors. Why didn't they pick mm-hmm. up on this? Why didn't right. they pick up on this? Right. And, this emotional roller coaster. Never did they ask me about my menstrual cycles no. mm-hmm. or where right. I'm where I'm in my menstrual cycle right now. What's your blood? All those questions. Like right. now, I only see people that ask those types of questions. Right. 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 But you only know to seek out those professionals if you know you have the di- if you know about the diagnosis. So hundred percent. It's. Ugh. Mm. Anyway, I'm really glad that one, a podcast like this exists because that's amazing, but I'm also, I'm super glad to see the community, you know, really, really stepping up and spreading awareness around this, Mm. um, because it's, it's life changing. And I think it's life saving, Mm. um, so that's, that's super positive. I don't, you know, I don't want to make it out to be all negative. Yes. I was very, very, very mad, <laughs> yeah. but, but change is on the way, you know? So thing, things are changing, which is great. To totally, see. totally. And I mean, we were diagnosed pretty much. I was October, 2019, you were December, 2019. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think since then it's exponentially grown um, yes. the amount of awareness and people, I mean, I don't know whether you've, you know, if you type in PMDD in Instagram search, like yeah. 
there oh, yeah. are so many, you know, PMDD warrior, PMDD, I have got yes. PMDD. And then when you're, um, when you're suggesting, you know, when new PMDD people come on, I'm always mm-hmm. getting told, you know, you should follow this person, you know, this is, and it's just like, whoa, this, which is great. There, there's, that's only, yes. the more people that talk about this and, you know, yes. The more people that create, I mean, I don't want to be the only podcaster. There's a few out there, you know, but already mm-hmm. more, I want more yes. people to get right. um, to get loud about this, whether it's in, you know, online broadcasting where, and especially mm-hmm. I think the, the next big step, and you know, is getting into the work environment if you're in corporates yes. and all that because, my goodness, mm. could this really save Oh, so many women yes. and, you know, AFAB community that are in the workplace that have no, like you hear, you see it on the chat groups, right, where they just, right. they're not even talking to their boss about this. They don't have no. the ability to. No. That's scary. Yeah, it it is. It is. I I think that and the other thing is schools oh, because I was 13 when I started having these symptoms so, you know, it's like, in, we don't, we, we don't talk about this to our younger generation. Mm. And so, but yes, absolutely. Work, workplaces, schools, I mean, everything it's, it's just, it encompasses so many facets of people's lives mm. that, you know, but I, I do, I think things are changing. I think I they're know. going in the right direction. But imagine, like, I just ha- I just went and had a coffee with a girlfriend. Well, I didn't have a coffee. I'm off coffee, okay. <laughs> which has been a massive, massive difference to my life, actually. It's only yes, been, yes, it's been yes. four weeks off it now, and it's made such a complete change. They always said, okay. um, they they sp- they did speak about this, um, that, you know, coffee is a no-go zone with PMDD, yeah. and I finally, well, I- yeah. Well, I'm drinking my diet coke <laughs> which is totally fine <laughs> but you know I finally made that that switch um but I what was I saying that's right I went out for um I caught up with a girlfriend just then and we were just we were openly talking about our periods you know I was mm-hmm. we had just started bleeding I'm due in five six days and it was just this normal beautiful conversation about you know yeah about our periods imagine it 13 14 15 whatever age we start bleeding we could have just opened we could we could just speak right it was such yes. a taboo thing I got mine super late I got mine at 16 so I mm-hmm. I thought I was a real loner in the <laughs> and weird in like in my school group because everyone had already started bleeding and I thought, right, and right. I just, and I was so ashamed. I don't think, I, I don't think anyone knew either. Cause I was just like, I'm not telling anyone that I'm not bleeding because I'm too scared what everyone's going to think of me. I'm like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> How beautiful would it be if we just had, you know, that everyone could just speak about it. And it was, you know, right. it was a blessing that you got your period. But anyways, that's, that's yeah. for a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah, I know. So tell me from that diagnosis, I mean, mm-hmm. what were your next steps? What did you do? Yeah. So I, you know, research, a lot of research, a lot of community. I, I, because one of the first thing I picked up on when I started looking into this was like, oh, there is not a lot of research. There's that, there's nothing here that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, and I was like, how am I going to find 
out how to get better. You know, my, there's not a lot that the doctor offered, right? It was, it was birth control and antidepressants. Mm. And that was it, you know? Um, so I didn't take him up on the antidepressants. Um, and I really, really wanted to understand what this was and what I could do about it. How could I get better? So I, I dug into the scientific papers. I found everything I could find. And it's still, even after all the reading and research, I felt like there was nothing there. Mm. You know, there was very, very little information. Um, and so I just, it was, again, that part was a little discouraging again, you know, um, but it was the communities that really made a difference because when I dug in and originally it was just Reddit, Reddit has a PMDD, uh, subreddit. Mm. And I went on there and I was like, okay, these ladies know what they're talking about. And, and when I started reading through that forum, I was like, okay, these are my people. I get them and they get me like we're there. Right. Mm. So it's this instant kind of, um, connection that's happening because not very many people understand. It's hard to understand PMDD if you don't have it. Mm, So when you, you know, when you're going through this and like, I'm talking to my friends and I'm talking to, you know, people in my life. And it's not that they don't want to help. Of course they want to help, but they can't, Mm. right? There's, there's, there's not a lot that they can necessarily offer because there's no knowledge there Mm. around Mm. it. So I really, really had to get into the communities and the, the Reddit community was amazing. Um, there are with that Reddit community, just really quickly, mm -hmm. there's like 23,000 people on there at the moment. Yeah. I didn't know it was that many. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that huge. Yes. That is a huge. And, and the thing is, is that whenever, you know, cause you'll see it and it's, it's hard Mm. to, it is, it is hard to watch. I will, I will say that mm. because when you go there and you, you can read how, you know, they are feeling and it, it literally comes across the screen, you know, you, you really, you feel it because you mm. know what they're going through. Um, but I will say that the community is amazing at going in there, offering support, you know, being uplifting and helping people through these challenging times. Um, it's, it's a necessary component of what we are all dealing with, I think. So that was, that was a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's interesting that you say that because community for me was definitely something right at the start that I just into just having those interactions, even though that they were online, it yeah. just, you know, and I, you know, it's it's not trying to or, uh, do, give advice necessarily. Obviously mm-hmm. come from mm-hmm. a place where you share, you can only share your advice and your, and just knowing right. that, but just, just, right. just by responding to them, 
and just saying, I see you, I hear you. Yeah. I'm, you know, like I'm, I'm sending you lots of love. Like that must be hard. You know, that's, yes, you know, yes. that's enough just to, just to settle that person and just, yeah, like just being seen is just so important. Right. 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 Or, or really it's the person, you know, that's writing the post, they have a place where they can put that. They have a place where they can express what is happening. And they know that people in that community understand Mm -hmm. what's going on on the other side of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not just some internet rant and it's not just some, you know, it's different. This is different. So they have a place where they can type that out and kind of release it into the world. And I think that's important for them. You know, for some people, it may not even be the response that matters. It's the fact that they're able to, Mm. to get it out um, when there's maybe no one to talk to Mm. or no one to reach out to, you know? So Mm. I think, I think that's, that's huge. That's, it's huge. Yeah. I I mean, now just thinking about it, it's, you know, Oh, being diagnosed with PMDD is such a lonely, it just is such a lonely <laughs> journey. And you're right, right, these community groups are so, 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 so important, so important. So mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing that, you know, that they're there. So so tell me, what were yeah. your next steps with managing your symptoms? And, and, and can you maybe before that, what were your mm-hmm. symptoms like? What were your, because everyone's different, right? Like right. What, were, what were, at the height of the sort of PMDD, what type of symptoms would you have? Yeah. So the main thing, the, the main one where I said, okay, I need to get help was the suicidal ideation was really getting out of control. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was almost on a monthly basis, like clockwork of just not, I, I didn't feel like I could exist anymore. I really, I didn't feel like I could keep going. Um, and I said, you know, th- this is, this is a problem. Um, so it, it was the depressive um, symptoms that really got me. Um, of course, you know, it's anxiety along with it, but mostly it was that deep, deep depression of, I don't want to be here anymore. Um, yeah. So, and then along with all the rest, the the rest of them though, even just seemed like, okay, I don't care, (laughs) you know, the, the rest of them, whatever. Um, but this right here, this specifically is a major issue and I, and I need to figure out what this is and I need to get help. Yeah. And was there a significant change from when you started bleeding? Like what, like what was, what what, what did it feel like? Yeah. So it was, but you know what it, it got to, because what I noticed, I was drinking heavily for quite a while. Um, And what I noticed was I was like, okay, so I'm going through these depressive episodes where I'm just drowning myself in alcohol because you will do, you know, when you have to look at it objectively, when you feel like that, 
people do whatever it takes to get out of it, Mm. whatever it takes. And so, you know, I, I just, there was a lot of alcohol. So what, what really started happening was the, the major symptom would, would subside. It would go away, but I would have these other problems the whole rest of the month from the, what I was doing to try to get myself out of it. Mm -hmm. Right. So then now I had this this massive addiction to alcohol. Now, you know, my relationships were all in turmoil Mm -hmm. because I destroyed them every month. So it was, it turned from these mood swing episodes into like, okay, my entire life is in chaos all the time because I'm, you know, I, it's, it's just never ended. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it was just out of, it was really, really out of control. Um, I'm not too sure whether it was a guest or that I read somewhere, but it's almost like you'd have self-care hell week, however you want to spend for two weeks, but the next two weeks would be recovery. Like you'd be exactly. in recovery mode yeah. from those previous two weeks. And right. just when you, just when you clean up all your shit. Yeah. You're back you've got where you started. Back where you started. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Like my, my heart goes out to anyone that's, you know, that has short like, well, I guess, you know, short cycles or lot, really long cycles, like mm-hmm. both of them are not, like, I just think, oh God, give that person some relief. So, so you've explained yeah. how, you know, what the symptoms were and I can totally relate and I can totally relate with the alcohol as well. G- Gabor yeah. Mate, Dr. Gabor Mate says it really well. Mm. He says, you know, alcohol was, is the solution, you yes. know, it's like stop, this was they're in that much pain that right. alcohol is the solution. Exactly what you said. We will do what it like. It's those yeah. symptoms are so bad. Like who wants to feel suicidal on a monthly basis? Of course, right. we're going to drown right. it something if we don't know. Right. What exactly. Exactly. And one hundred percent. And even 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 knowing, you know, even. But the thing is, is, well, alcohol makes PMDD worse, so you should stop drinking. Well, of course. <laughs> Thank you. I would love to do that. However, <laughs> at that particular moment in time, I felt like dying. So, so I'm just saying, let's put it in perspective for a moment. This is hard, right? Yeah. This is a hard thing. Um, so anyway, I rarely drink now, which has been a game changer for me. I do drink on occasion, but it's nothing. Mm. I don't, I don't drink to numb. Mm. I drink on occasion for like a celebration or a party or, or if it, that's it though. And it, that's been, it's been amazing that I don't have to I don't have to numb anymore, mm. um, which has just been, yeah. Complete game changer. So tell yeah. me, how, how did you get to this point? What, is, what has been your, what's been your acts of self-care? Yeah. So 
after my diagnosis, after, you know, looking through, looking through the communities, I was really, really digging. What can I do? What is going to make this better? I came across some information on psilocybin mushrooms. Um, I dug into that. I looked at research. I read some scientific papers from Johns Hopkins. Um, I, I really, I really, really dug into it and it is so fascinating. Um, it's such a fascinating field to, to look into and then the history, the history of it, all the things. So I fell deep into a rabbit hole there of this was something that was making sense to me Mm. in my mind. The logic was there, um, the history of it, um, and all of that. So that was my next step. So I began microdosing, so small, small amounts of it, um, which definitely helped. I, I, I never took antidepressants. So I can't, I felt that it wasn't the right thing for me, but it also is something that I feel like I can't really speak much about because I don't have any experience with them. Mm. Right. So it's not a comparison thing for me. Um, but it's a, that is, that is the, the route that I went in, in lieu of, um, antidepressants. Right. So, yeah. So long story short, I, I began microdosing. I was, you know, doing more research, learning, what is this? How does it work? What's the mechanism? Why is this an, it seems odd. Why is this mushroom used in, in, for these purposes and other cultures in our history? Why, why is this a thing? Um, so I went down those rabbit holes and then I wasn't great with dose. I was a novice. I didn't know what I was doing really. And I took a, I upped the dose. So it was self-care week. So usually in self-care week, I would up the dose slightly from my regular microdose, And I found that to be helpful with managing my symptoms. Um, so I upped the dose slightly, but the, the batch that I got was much more potent. So I accidentally did a mini dose. (laughs) So I accident, it was an accident, but from that experience, I really was, I, it was profound number one, because it was nothing like what I had ever experienced before. Um, and it was, it was almost like deep, deep meditation. Like if you're a really, really good meditator, I can imagine that that's a place where you would be able to get to. Mm. Right. Um, and then, you know, that, that whole experience from there, that's where I took that experience, did some reflections, and then I wrote the book, mm. um, from basically from that one experience. 
um, and kind of look, I took that experience and it helped me reflect on the past 20 years. It helped me unravel and, and look at things and, and say all these things that have happened because I had this disorder that I didn't know I had. And, you know, I, all my really messed up all my relationships. I've quit all my jobs. You know, I've, I've got addicted to alcohol. I have ruined great things in my life. I've destroyed things. Um, it really helped walk me through that entire experience of the last 20 years. I mean, that's a lot you have to unravel. Mm. Um, so the book was really, it kind of goes back to, you know, the, the Reddit post of like having a place where you can put it there in the world and release it. And that was what the book was for me was I'm going to, I need to write this down. I need to get it out. And I need to release it into the world. And that process has helped me tremendously. It has, I mean, it's been a game changer just to let it all out Mm. and, and be able to move on and move into another phase of my life, a more positive one. Yeah. Totally. I think before we start talking about the book and exam, <laughs> I also, I, there must be, uh, well, I, I'm going to like bit of a disclaimer as well, you know, yes, like, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You should have done that at the beginning. You <laughs> There is, there is always a disclaimer at the start. Yes, yes. I think I just want to do another one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that, you know, mm-hmm. this is not something where we're trying to promote this Absolutely. is an experience that you, you know, that you're wanting to yes. share. And this is not Absolutely. for everybody. This is definitely no. not a path for everybody. Um, after no. starting this podcast and chatting with so many people that are, you know, that are going through this journey, we're all, I, and, you, and, you know, so many people say, no, this is the right thing. This is what will yes. help you. But I'm sorry, it's not going to help no. everybody. It's not, you know, mm-hmm. it's swear by a particular oil somebody swear by right. a particular exercise some people and that and I believe in them all I truly do I believe that the every it's helping that individual but there's definitely yes. so many things that I have tried that have not worked for me and that's yes. okay so um yeah. I don't yeah I just don't want anyone listening in to suddenly think this is this is you know because this is we're talking the about magical we're talking, cure. yeah yes. we're talking about psychedelics yep. let's let's get real here we are talking about psychedelics <laughs> This needs, if you are wanting to do this, just like Tina's talking about, do your research. Yes. You know, this is not something that we, yeah, especially, you know, knowing what dose and everything like that. This is like. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I just. I 100%. And the other thing is, you know, this is, it is serious. It is a, the, the term that I have come across that I, that resonated with me is this is serious medicine. Mm -hmm. Now the term medicine, of course, you know, is there's, there's layers there, right. But, but it is, it's, these are strong, serious substances, right. Now the, the, the microdosing piece is, 
a little bit of a different story, but I agree with everything you just said. This is not for everyone. Um, And there's a lot of layers to it that really need to be unraveled to understand whether or not it's the right thing for someone. Mm. Um, So yes, I, and you know, I've struggled with this quite a bit. Um, Not only, of course, writing the book and of course, putting the giant disclaimer that I have in the beginning of the book, um, but also how I talk about it. Mm. I, I understand that there is a certain level of responsibility that comes along with that. Um, that sometimes I do, I do, I struggle with what is the right way to do this? What is the right way to be an advocate for psychedelics, an advocate for PMDD awareness um, based off of my own personal experience, but what is the right way to do that? How do I show up for that? Mm. Um, I feel that it's something that I'm called to do, Mm. but it's not something that I ever thought I would be doing. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't a little girl saying, you know what, when I grow up, I'm going to talk about mushrooms, you know, I'm going to talk about these magic mushrooms and like, no. <laughs> I hear you, it's sister. Not- you, did you think that I thought that I was going to start a podcast and talk about yeah. menstrual cycles and mental exactly. ideation? Yeah. Like, definitely right. not. But here we are. And I think, exactly. you know, you know, you say, how, like, I, you struggle with it. Just be authentically you. Yeah. You know, yeah. unapologetically you. Yeah. And, and when, and when, when you are unapologetically you and you're authentically you, not everyone is going, and that's, that's when you know you're in alignment. Right. Right. When, when you have people that are with you and people that are like, that's when I know if you're getting some backlash, I'm like, I reckon that's because I'm speaking my truth. Right. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. And honestly, maybe that's part of the calling. Maybe, you know, maybe this was for me to learn how to do that Um, because I've really, you know, I've, I've pushed myself in that way of this is important to me. This has changed my life and I feel that it's a disservice if I don't talk about it openly and honestly. It's then you're it's on the right path. Yeah, it's not only a disservice to me, but it's a disservice to the community as a whole. It's it's you know, so I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But, yeah. It, but if you know, if you if you are not getting any backlash, then it means that you're just following the mainstream. You're following right. everyone else. That that's the beauty of it, you know, stepping outside of that comfort zone, stepping outside of it, but just, you know, be authentically you. So ah, mm-hmm. oh, tell me more about the book. 
Tell me more. Because I like uh, because when I checked when it was published, you did it pretty quickly. Yeah, I finished it in. So I got diagnosed in December 2019. And I think I published the book in July of 2020. Crazy. It was it was crazy. It was it happening. Was, That's what was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was happening. Mm. Um, and and the other thing is, so I've never written a book before. I've never actually written much of anything, um, but I loved it. I loved it. I got in there and I was like, oh, this is my thing. Like, I can write whatever I want. <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Like, I have my disclaimer, but I can say whatever I want. I'm going to air it all out. So I... There's stuff in that book that I, sometimes I, I go back and I'm like, should I have put that in there? <laughs> yes, you should have. Yes, yeah, but, have. but there's, but I'm, I'm a private, I'm a pretty private, like reserved introvert. Mm. And so when I put that all out there, I was like, I can't believe I just, I cannot believe I just did that. Um, because I talk about all kinds of stuff, you know, growing up, the, my drugs of choice growing up. I mean, I just talk about stuff that, um, yeah, anyway, but, but so I air it all out and then I was like, okay, how do I publish a book? How do I put it in the world? So I didn't know. And I was like, okay, so you're supposed to, you're supposed to send emails out and get agents and then get a publisher. You're supposed to do all this stuff. Right. And I'm like, I don't have time for that. Mm. I don't have time for that because this needs to be in the world now. That was my process was this needs to be in the world. So I got an editor off of Upwork. I paid a private editor. I literally took money out of my, I had a little bit of money in like a retirement account. I took it out and I paid for my editor. And then I paid a a good friend of mine to do the book cover design. And then I published it and I put it out there. And so it wasn't just the writing of it. It was the writing of it, the editing of it the cover design, everything. And I put it in the world and it was fast (laughs) because it was such, it was like, I don't want to say like I was possessed. That sounds a little off, but it was almost like that. It was almost like this is getting out of me and it is getting done and it, nothing else mattered Mm. until that book was done and in the world. And that was it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I probably looked like a crazy person for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Are most writers crazy? (laughs) That's true. That's most creative. Fair. (laughs) That is fair. Oh, but Uh, congratulations because. I bet there are so many listeners and people, you know, you know, anyone that's gone through struggle, we want, you know, we get, this is, this is part of, uh, part of your purpose usually is when you've gone through a bit of pain, part of your purpose about something, it comes from, you know, your pain and PMDD is pain. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
I, I, I want to applaud you because it's, it's a big thing to do to put out into the world. So congratulations. Congratulations. Thank so, you. Tell, Thank tell, you. Me, tell me the name of it. Tell me where people can find it. Tell me all the things. Yeah. Because I think it's going to so be a lot called, of people interested. Yeah. So it's called The Woman in the Basement. I love the How name. to Live. <laughs> how to live your best life 75% of the time. Yeah. So yeah, that was my, that was my goal with the, with the book, like going through these processes of, okay, I know I have this thing, but the, the 75% of the time when I don't have symptoms, I'm living my best life. And what does that mean for me? Um, you know, what is, what is my process of doing that? Um, so yeah, it, it's, uh, oh, and it's on, uh, Amazon. So it's available on Amazon. It's paperback and an ebook. I haven't done an audio version yet, but I want to in the future. Um, because I, 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 so I don't actually read books. I only listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. know that there's other people out there like me. So I do, I do want to have an audio version available down the road, but right now it's an ebook. And it had to get out there. It had to get it had out to. there. <laughs> it had to get out. <laughs> totally. Totally. Um, oh my goodness. This has been amazing. So I'm going to put all the links to where you can buy the book um, and also if there's anyone out there that would like to connect with you, how can they find mm-hmm. you? Yes. So I have, so I do have a website on the website. I have my email. So my email is Tina at woman in the Um, I don't, I do check it, but it's like, it's a once a week thing. So, uh, it's okay. not my, my main email there, but I do, I do get there. Um, and then I have an Instagram and Facebook. So my Instagram is more active than my Facebook, but yeah, the Instagram is just woman in the basement. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. I'm going to pop all those, um, links in the show notes as well. So look, we could talk for hours just like we did (laughs) a couple of days ago, right? We were like, oh my goodness, we've been going for hours, but I, I, um, I'm just so grateful that we finally, um, connected that we finally got to share your story because I think it's so so important and I I truly hope that this um, inspires others to find their creative outlet right share their story because it's so important that we keep speaking about this mine was obviously Mm -hmm. the podcast yours is you know coming you know writing the book we've just got to keep speaking um, and connecting with the community yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Please remember to like, subscribe, follow, or whatever it is that you need to do on your podcast listening platform to stay up to date with future episodes. If you would like to reach out to me or you would like to be a guest on the show or you've just got some feedback, my email is thepmddpodcast at gmail.com. 
Otherwise, you can find me on Instagram at the underscore PMDD podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. Much love.